Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So good to be here with you again this week, and I'm excited to give you an update on the things that I talked about last time. Um, still loving House of the Dragon, by the way. It's really good, enjoying that every Sunday night, staying up past my bedtime a little bit, but you know what? It's been worth it. Such a good show. I'm also wondering if I should get into the, what is it, the that new show on Amazon Prime based on... Uh, the, the Tolkien books. I should know this, but this is like one of those big franchises that I have never read or watched. Not Lord of the Rings. It was at Rings of Power. Looks intriguing. So I may watch that at some point too, but I'm excited to tell you that I have been saying hi to people at the gym. I have to say, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this update. More excited than some of the other things I've been working on and some of the other updates um, I have to share today. But I have to say, I'm like just really proud of myself um, because it can be scary for an introvert who is used to keeping to herself and just staying in her shell to say hi to people, smile at people. But I have been doing it pretty much every time. I think there was one time where I didn't say hi to anybody, but I mean, I just didn't walk past anybody at any point. I wasn't really near anybody. So it just worked out that way. But every other day I said hi to somebody. I said good morning. I smiled as I, I smiled at um, another woman that I was that was working out. I was walking past her and I just smiled at her without really thinking about it. She smiled back and it was great. I'm like, yes, I would love to make some friends at the gym, honestly, especially some of the women there. I mean, they they're there working out, lifting weights, looking like complete badasses. I'm like, they look like my kind of people, kind of like women I would like to hang out with. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, no other updates as far as dating. I think I mentioned last week that I kind of want to get back into dating. I'm not on the apps. I don't plan on getting onto the apps. So we'll see. I don't know how this is going to go about, but no update there. Um, and we'll just have to see, but you know, I do want to start dating again, but we'll just have to see how it actually <laughs> comes about. It should be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I've also been continuing to do my half portion to two thirds portion challenge. Not perfectly, not perfectly. Um, but overall, like it's been helping me not overeat as much. It's been helping me eat to enough more often. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's been helping me on the scale too. Um, the scale is not always a perfect reflection of how your weight loss is going, but, um, you know, I feel, I, I think I'm just from my weigh in on Friday, I think I'm up a pound, which usually on the weekends I can be up like pound and a half, two, three pounds, even just depending on like the overeats that I have. I feel like the weekends is one of those places where I still have some work to do. And as of this morning, I was only up a pound. Um, and there were definitely some wins this weekend, even if there were still some overeats. So it's still something that I'm working on. And I'm really, so I'm going to work on that. But I'm also just staying focused during the week. Um, because that's like a good four or five days out of the week where I can be really consistent. And right now, I feel really good about leveling up some of my choices. Um, I've been making some of my portions a little smaller. I've been doing more of my better best choices during the week. And um, I know that's going to help too. And then on the weekend, I'm just working on making really doable plans. 
um, and just trying to make those days feel like the during the weekdays where, you know, there's just not as much drama around food. I think sometimes on the weekend, it's either like, well, I think in this past weekend too, I had a little bit of stress going on. My computer was just not working. It kept crashing. It was super slow. It was just not working properly. And I spent several hours. So I think that definitely played into this weekend. I ended up having an overeat just later that night. I was so hungry out. I, I had been at the computer for hours, just trying to get help and support, trying to figure out what was going on. And then finally, I just ended up like just wiping the whole drive, just wiping it completely clean and starting over. And I have to set everything back up. And all of that just took literally my whole day on Saturday. I wasn't like the computer wasn't back up and running until close to midnight after sitting down around two o'clock and just being like, this is not working. I can't get any of my work done, but thankfully it's running smoothly now. And that just kind of played into the Saturday night overeat that I saw Sunday went a lot better. And then yesterday I took the girls to the mall of Georgia and we had a blast. We did a little shopping, some walking around. They went on the merry-go-round. They, they, the, I love the Mall of Georgia because they have like this big area outside where kids can play. And it's, it was just great. We went to the bookstore. We love going to the bookstore. We ate dinner out. It was just really nice. It was a really nice evening. So even without all of that in mind, and we had Chinese food for dinner. I mean, I wasn't surprised that I was up a little bit today. Like, and I hadn't weighed in a couple of days before that. So I think all in all, the past few days have gone a lot better than they would have gone before. So I say that's going well, and I'm just continuing to implement that as we move forward. And I'm excited to finish out September and go into October really strong. This is the last week in September here. The first is on Saturday. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this, the day before this comes out. And I started out the month at 152.2 pounds. I'm just a pound over that. I'm like 1.2 pounds over that right now. Um, but that, like I said, that's not surprising considering we had Chinese last night. Um, and so I expect that I'm going to finish out September at at least 152 pounds, um, which is a win for me. And, you know, the goal was to lose this month. But for now, with everything that's been going on and some of the things that I've been working on, it can be like in the past, it's been very common for me to kind of come down to 152 and then end the month like back at 154, 155 pounds. And so that's not happening this month. So that is a win. Like I'm trending better and I'm still going to aim to have a loss for the month. Even if it's just half a pound or a pound, I'm going to shoot for it. And if I just end up at 152 or lower, like I'll be really happy with that as I go into October and really work on honing in on some things. I think September, I mean, ideally, I would have liked to see a bigger loss, but I feel like it's taught me several important things. And it's given me lots of good things to work on um, as I go into the rest of the year. Um, So I'm excited to just continue to update you on that each week. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to be working on smaller portions. I'm doing for lunch, I've been having a pancake, like a protein pancake, a little bit of fruit with it, some maple syrup, and I was having like either some bacon or some sausage with it. So that's what I was having for a good portion of September. Now I've leveled that up to a much smaller pancake, probably 
close to half of the size and I'm doing a bowl of fruit. So more fruit and I'm doing a hard boiled egg instead of the sausage or the bacon. And I even had a little bit of cheese with that this morning too. And that was just, it, it just felt like a really perfect filling balanced meal. Like it was delicious because the fruit was delicious. The pancake was delicious. The egg was delicious. Like all of it was delicious, but it was also like lots of leveled up better, best foods. And I got still got to have the pancake, but it's just a smaller pancake and it was plenty. And I'm going to keep playing around with that. Um, and, and then I'm going to do leveled up options for my snack or my, my other, if sometimes it's a snack, sometimes it's more of a meal. So I'm going to have a leveled up option for that. And then for dinner, it could be more of just whatever I want, but just keep doing smaller portions at dinner. I saw partway through September, I just saw that I was having seconds for dinner, that kind of thing. And so I know that if I just stick to one portion at dinner, I will lose weight. If I start getting seconds, that's where I see the scale not move or go up. So that is, that's what I'm doing this week for the rest of this week. And into October, um, I've lost weight before doing exactly those things. And I feel like just the past week or two have just been overeating a little bit more. And so we are dialing that in. I'm also excited because in October, October is going to be a good month. I can feel it. It's going to be a good month, even though we're going to be heading close into (laughs) eclipse season soon, but I feel like it's going to be a good month. Weight loss wise, goals wise. Um, I'm going to be in Nashville one week. So I'm excited for that to see the rest of the no BS team and Corinne. It's going to be awesome. Um, And things are just going well right now. Um, I also have some financial goals that I'm working on as we finish out the year. And, oh, the main thing that I wanted to share on this podcast episode today is actually, and I know I've shared this before, it's been several episodes back, but in the past, so I use this website called Future Me, and it's free. Anybody can go in there. It's called Future Me, and you can write a letter to yourself that this website will automatically deliver to you. And I have it set to deliver. I had it set. So I wrote this email exactly a year ago on September 27th, 2021. And I wrote a letter to myself and I've done this a couple of years now. So the very first one I wrote, actually the very first one I wrote was probably like back in high school. Um, But like recently, like in recent years, I think 2020 was the very first year I did it. And then last year I did it again. And so this will be the third year in a row where I write myself a letter and I schedule it to deliver to me a year from now. And so I wanted to come on here because I have gotten a lot of feedback from this episode in the past. I shared last year's letter and I read it out loud and I just talked about everything that had happened. And so I wanted to do that again. So today I got the year from exact uh, today I got. So today I got the letter from myself from exactly a year ago, and I'm going to read it out loud. And I'm going to write myself another letter this week, I'm going to put it on my calendar for Friday, probably. And I'll come on here on the next week's podcast episode, and I'll read it to you just so you can know what the letter will be for next year. Um, But here's this letter from myself from a year ago, this is like a really cool thing to do if you're working on weight loss or any sort of personal goals. Um, just to kind of see, or like if you're having kids or whatever, like just life can change a lot in a year. 
And I'm a big fan of documenting that, whether it's through pictures, recording random little video clips, um, saving things, um, and like writing these letters. It's, it was really cool this morning. I woke up and I was just looking at my email and I saw that I had gotten this letter and I was like, oh, wow, I can't, like, I didn't realize that would be today. So I guess every September 27th or around that day, I'll be getting an email for myself. And you could schedule this, I'm sure, too, to like, you could send one on your birthday or any other special day. If there's any sort of special anniversaries or anything like that, maybe a loved one that passed away and you want to write a letter to yourself, that could be like a really nice thoughtful thing that you do for yourself. All right. So without further ado, and then we'll wrap up this podcast episode. Here's the letter from myself from September 27th, 2021. Dear future me, I read that letter, the one from 2020, and could not believe how much I've come in a year. I've lived it and know everything I've gone through, and I still can't believe it. So by the way, the 2020 letter, like I talk about how I had recently moved into my sister's house and how stable things were financially, like things were feeling a lot more stable. And for the first time in my life, like I felt happy, I felt stable, I felt good about myself since the divorce had happened several months back. And, you know, like the kids were playing, I was at my sister's house. So that's kind of where I was in 2020, just FYI, so that you understand the context of this 2021 letter. So I read that letter and could not believe how much I've come in a year. I've lived it and I know everything I've gone through and I still can't believe it. Not too long ago, I had a completely different life. I was married and then divorced and really struggling. It's hard to comprehend all the difficulty I went through now looking back. And now a year later, I'm thriving. We just moved into this new townhome two months ago and I'm paying everything all myself. I make more than enough money to live here. I still have debt that I'm paying off, but we're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. We're wondering how I'm going to make my money stretch and which credit cards still have room for a bill on them. I'm no longer afraid to check my bank account. I'm figuring out how to best manage my money, but money is no longer a worry. I feel abundant. I can buy Celeste a coloring book and markers or a toy at the store and have zero worry about spending the money. I can take us out to eat and have zero worry. I also just got Andrea a new phone after she broke hers. It was a super crappy phone, and I decided we no longer do crappy in this house. So she got my old iPhone 11, which was still like a really good phone, and I got a new iPhone 13, and then I treated myself to a new iPad and pencil that same night because I can afford it and I deserve it. I also know I'm killing it as a coach. I have ideas on how to improve and keep growing and do a better job, but I also know that I'm a damn good coach who delivers better and better results each time. I've also signed my first few coaching clients of my own, and I have made my first couple thousand dollars in my own business. I've just relaunched the podcast, and I'm more excited and ready than ever to create some real impact and money on my own. I'm so grateful for where I am and where I'm going. I know this is just the beginning and it's already so good. I'm excited to keep going. In a couple of weeks, I start the human design certification. I'm just going to keep growing as a coach and continuing to serve. Thank you, universe, and thank you, self, for everything. I can't imagine where I'll be in one more year. How exciting. Yesenia, P.S. Still single but happy. I haven't given up there. PPS, I just signed up for the gym and I'm so excited to get back to work on my fitness goals and reduce sugar and flour goals. The last 10 pounds are coming off 
And I'm doing it by creating a life of discipline and consistency and habits that I love and help me look and feel the way I want. So that's it. A year later, I love how I was like, P.S. still single, but happy. I haven't given up there. It's like, same girl, same. (laughs) Definitely still single, but happy and haven't given up there either. And then like, wow, like I relaunched the podcast a year ago. So it's a straight year of continuing with the podcast. That's exciting. Um, I made more money in my coaching business. Um, Things are going really well at OBS. And it's so funny, like, I still remember, like, when I first became a single mom, and things were hard, and just going to the store with the girls was so stressful, because they would ask me for things. And it was so hard to tell them no, but I literally had no money. And I mean, as of like a year ago, like, like, that's no longer an issue. And even just yesterday, like, like, I can just buy them things, you know, and it's like, I know a lot of people say like, money doesn't buy happiness, but I call bullshit on that, because it money does solve a lot of problems. And when you when money really is a struggle, like it really it I mean, it's like this primal stress on you and I wouldn't wish it on anybody. So it's really amazing just to be here where I am. And even last year with all of that going on, like, it was still really difficult to move into a new house and buy everything that I needed. And it was back to school time. And I remember my mom helped me buy everything for the girls for school for back to school their uniforms all their supplies she spent several hundred dollars on the girls and that was a huge help because I had not anticipated that you know I would be needing to spend several hundred dollars on everything for our home and moving and deposits and all of that I spent a lot of money And then on top of that, like back to school. So that was like a huge help. So even like when I was going through this big transition exactly a year ago, like I had my family helping me and that just meant so much. Um, I I mean, I was just, I'm just so blessed even to this day. So, so blessed. Um, And I just can't even believe how far I've come. I feel like I'm really building an amazing career for myself. I'm making a name for myself. I'm contributing. I'm doing meaningful work. I'm making good money. And it just so it feels so good to be here. And at the same time, I know that I'm not done. I'm really just getting started. And I can't tell you how much it means to be a single mom who is single, happy, thriving, and getting to give her girls a good life and show them that it's possible to be an independent like financially independent, emotionally happy, thriving parent to them, you know, I know for a lot of single moms in this country, it's the opposite, you know, and kids grow up having a difficult life when they have like a single, a single mom, a single parent raising them, or even grandparents raising them. And I'm just, I feel so blessed that I can give them a good life and kind of show them that like, you know, of course, they can always have a partner, and that can be amazing. But like, you can also be very happy on your own. And, you know, they don't have to suffer. Because, you know, I went through a divorce, and now I'm a single parent. And at the same time, they have their dad in their lives, too. And, you know, he supports them as well. And I have to say, like, I'm, uh, it's really amazing to see that my kids can still have both of their parents in their lives. And we're both co parenting them, and we're both supporting them financially and otherwise, and they just get to have really good, happy lives, you know, like they are deeply, deeply loved by me, by my, by their dad, by both of our families. And there's no reason that they should have to suffer or have a crappy life because their parents get 
got divorced. On the contrary, I think they're getting to have amazing lives. And it's just, you know, we're, we're, we're another example in this world that, you know, it's going through a divorce doesn't have to be the worst thing that ever happened to you or to them or to anybody. Like we are still a family and they get to have really good, happy lives and have everything that they need. So I'm really, really proud of that because I know I've been putting in lots of hard work and now we are really like getting to live good lives, even though it was hard there in the beginning. So I'm just super proud of that. And I'm just, I can't like, I'm, I can't wait to write the letter for next year. And I can't even fathom where I'm going to be next year. You know, I'm in a good place financially, but I, like I said, I still have credit cards and things like that, that I'm, that I'm paying off. But I like based on where I am now, like, it's like, I see the path now, like before I knew it was possible to be, you know, like, okay, one day I want a house one day I want to be debt free. Like, I know that's possible, but I can't really see the path yet. Like, I'm not really on the path yet. And now with where I am now, financially, I'm like, okay, like, I can see it now I have a clearer vision that I'm getting there and here are the steps and here's like, I'm taking the first step right now. Does that make sense? So that feels really good to be in that place. So like, okay, I see the path now. Like I can see myself being able to buy a home in a couple of years. Um, and before it's like, that was very hazy. Like, okay, that still feels a long way off. And now it's like, no, give it a couple of years. You'll be there. So this is so exciting. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for everyone who's ever supported me and grateful for NoBS and Corinne and my whole team. And and to me for like putting in the work and continuing to not give up. So, all right, here's to another year. Here's to another amazing year and, and getting another letter next year. So I'll write that and I'll share that with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully this inspires you. Maybe you go onto the website and you write your own letter and you schedule it um, for yourself. And we both get to see where we're at in a year. All right. Have a good week. I love you and I'll see you next time.